You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Hey everybody, it's Mitch Jones. Welcome to episode 196 of Broadcast Geeks. This episode got a little bit cut off, so we're it's without an intro, our standard intro roundabout. It's me, it's Matt Oren, and Jake Becker calls in, and he's, he's in a car while he's podcasting through the magic of Zoom. It's amazing. Then we get into it. We got more episodes coming up for you soon, sporadically. It's kind of weird podcasting right now with everything being uh, incredibly terrible in the world uh it's kind of hard to get together and be like well did you see the umbrella academy which we obviously did so uh, take a listen and we'll talk about it and thanks for listening as always here it is episode 196 of broadcast geeks back their original weapons so what is this again what, what show uh, is rise this? of the team broadcast geeks <laughs> rise of the team. oh rise of the yeah Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't think I've seen any of that. Is that the one that Jake hated? It's that show that Jake hates. Right, okay. Yeah, it's the one he hates because they their weapons get destroyed in the first episode and then they have to get different weapons that are like enchanted by ninja magic or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. Apparently, it got canceled. They're going to do a movie of it or whatever. But this final battle clip that I saw against Shredder, and Shredder's like a demon who has enchanted a. Uh, he's like an he's he's a demon that can possess armor, and then whoever puts on the armor becomes the Shredder. Oh. Like he is possessed by the shredder, like the ninja movies from the eighties. Yeah, ninja domination is like the spirit takes over other bodies. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, so like, it's a different kind of storytelling, but uh, it it's uh, I don't know. It kind of made me want to watch the series because I know that it's pretty short. It's only going to be a couple seasons maybe Mm -hmm. but the the anime style of this fight against shredder was pretty cool and all the turtles have their original weapons back but they can still like they can do like this uh you know like they got like anime powers where they they can like do they can do a hologram of themselves kind of thing and then Shredder tries to, I get you know, a decoy. They put out yeah, a decoy. Like, it's totally cool. A force ghost, if you will. 
I I would sure. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. I cool. don't know. Yeah, man, it didn't. I don't know. Jake might uh, be very against it, but. I'm very much intrigued by that clip to go back and watch this new iteration. Yeah. But I also don't really like how it's 15 minute, two 15 minute episodes that seemingly have nothing to do with each other per each episode, I guess. Every, yeah. There's a carrying thread, but it's kind of anthology based. I guess, yeah. Also, I mean, I don't really like the humor of the show. It's definitely very Teen Titans Go esque. Okay. But it looked that that final battle looked cool as fuck. So I kind of wanted to check it out. What age group would you say it is good for? Teen and higher? It's definitely like, I don't know, like, 10 year old age range. Huh. I mean, okay. whoever's a kid that's currently, whoever's currently a kid that is uh, interested in Ninja Turtles. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I was as interested in Ninja Turtles as early as four, five. Oh. So I'm sure a four year old could enjoy this. Well, but not yeah, the, 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 um, action scenes might be a little much. That's true. I don't think they put it like a rated E for everybody on this particular uh, show. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I mean, it made me want to watch it. I'm still, I'm still doing my Netflix Marvel rewatch. I should be done with it later this month. Um, that's exciting. You should, yeah. You should grade everything with, uh, well, actually that wouldn't be fair to grade it all to the overarching story because they don't all tie together. Of course. Uh, I don't know. They, I guess, don't. they kind of do in a way, but all the stuff that the, the Netflix people go through isn't mentioned at all in the Marvel, Marvel story. I don't know. It kind of sucks. But, yo, Especially Punisher. Oh, yeah, The Punisher. Second season was great. Yeah. It was it hard. To, it's so hard to watch that show. I mean, that's oh, like it's, violence. It's very violent, uh, which is perfect for that character. But it's like, yeah, it's definitely something I had to watch like two or three episodes at a time. At a time. It's yeah. like, oh, man. He just uh, popped that guy's eyeballs with his thumbs. Oh, yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal to watch at times, but I really enjoyed the story. Uh, I liked the character as well. He was somewhat unbelievable, but going up against the Punisher makes you very believable. Who, uh, John Pilgrim? Yeah. Yeah, like if, if the Punisher can exist, then that other side could exist. Doing uh, the, the righteous part. I don't know. Would you consider Punisher to be self-righteous? Oh, totally. 
Especially because there's that one episode where he thinks that he accidentally kills some innocents and he is completely ready to just give up. Because as long as he's he's killing people, but in his own words, as long as they quote-unquote deserve it. Right. Uh, we had a guy that used to come to the bar that was a... Um, he said he was like secret forces and he was in Afghanistan and he has pictures of him um, blending in with the natives, like the beard, the whole, the whole nine and, and, and uh, speaks their language. Just really, you know, really kind of interesting. But the, the point of that is that we talked uh, about those people and he would use the term, the bad guys. Mm. And I was like, well, who, who decides who the bad guys are? Because that could change. You know, what happens if geeks get, now obviously this is a way bit of a stretch, but for the sake of discussion, you know, if it, if it was outlawed to read comic books, what, what would you do if you were a person who read comic books? Would you be a bad guy? So you're breaking the law. I have a whole, I have a whole stockpile of them. I just don't have wonder that. I'd have a secret room built like uh, that dude that had a Quran in the V for Vendetta movie. Mm. Yeah, the friend. Steve, was it? No, his real name is Stephen something. Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry, yes. I like him. He's a good actor. Sure is. Uh... But yeah, in, in that he had like a Quran, and he was uh, he had to have the secret room for it. Yep, I loved that comic book. Speaking of comic books, did you ever read it? The graphic novel. Which one again? B for Vendetta. Oh yeah, I have it. Mm -hmm. That's it's, real good. Uh, it's much different in the movie. I saw the movie first. So oh. I was like, what the hell's going on? But um, definitely enjoyable. The book's great. The book is great. I like the movie. I did enjoy the movie. Uh, I think I enjoyed the movie because certain elements of it were good. I, I think V was, Hugo Weaving was outstanding as V. Yep, for sure. Two thumbs up. Uh Natalie Portman was great as Evie too. Yeah. Um. What's the fucking guy's name? It's uh. Which guy? The main, the main bad guy. It's something similar. Uh. It's not uh, John Hurt. Right. Yeah, John Hurt. But who's he? It's like Cutler or something like that. Uh, Chancellor Cutler. I don't remember what it is. Supreme. It's something. It's like a couple letters off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's great. John Hurt's always great. Um, it's it's funny the juxtaposition of him playing the Supreme Chancellor, or whatever uh -huh. his name is in that. Um, compared to him playing Winston in 1984. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. I am Alien. 
I know. What are you talking about? 1984, the Orwell book? Yes. There's a movie about that? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. And John Hurt plays the protagonist in that anti-Big Brother story. Oh, shit. Yeah. Versatile actor. Right? He's done both sides of that, that spectrum. It's pretty awesome. He played Adam Susan. Adam Susan. Oh, it's way off. Yeah. But he was a grand, Supreme Grand Chancellor. Supreme Grand Chancellor. I think that's what his name was. Right. Then you got like the uh, Bill O'Reilly type guy. He yep. ends up in the shower. Louis Prothero. Prothero, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I like that. Uh, I I know Alan Moore hates any adaptation of his work, but... Alan Moore just hates. Nothing can be as pure as his original work, you know? Sure. And there, his, you know, there's truth to that. Right. Uh, what, I, else, um, what else are you watching? Uh, I've been watching a lot of on WGN, they have a block of like six hours of Married with Children every night. <laughs> Man, I love that show. It was funny. Very much not, very much a product of its time for sure. I watched uh, it when it came out. Same here. That's great. Uh, 87 to 97, that Married with Children. Um, I was 13. Yeah. I was just born in 1987, and it was, it ended when I was uh, 10. But, man, going back and watching it, it's a very classic uh, time capsule of the 90s. Well, we got Jay coming on. Jake's coming on. I saw I saw an episode that had Giovanni Ribisi in it. Oh, really? Yeah, he was Al's friend. Uh... Can you hear me? Yeah. You tuning in? We don't see you. Yeah, I don't have the video on. I'm still driving home. That's all right. Nobody can see you either. I fucked up and forgot my air conditioner filter that I cleaned at my parents while I was working on the car, and I got, like, halfway back and had to go back and get it. All right. Well, we were just talking about um, Mitch's watching Married with Children. Fuck, yeah. That show's a fucking killer. It really is. I mean, I've seen a lot of it, but there's this six-hour block on WGN every night, and I'm just kind of... I think I'm doing a series watch through. Fuck yeah, dude. I, I can't confirm that because I think, you know, they jump around from season to season. It's on. It's on Hulu, isn't it? On Hulu. <laughs> you wanted to watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch it. I got to get my Hulu game up for when the Orville comes back. 
Um, also, oh yeah. I want to watch that solar opposite show that the Rick and Morty creators made. I still I never like, watched that. I liked it a lot. I watched the whole thing twice and I thought it, I thought it was really well done. I th- it's a kinder show than Rick and Morty. Right. It's not like, like I, a, think it's, I think it's more appropriate for the general audience. It's not like, a, hey, I'm cursed with knowledge because I'm Rick Sanchez. I mean, it of- is. Yeah, like not, <laughs> but not to the level where like Rick's doomed by it. Okay. Okay. I never watched any Rick and Morty. I, that's a lie. I watched like a few minutes here and there, but I never, never watched it. And I saw somebody post something earlier that said, it said Rick and Morty is for people that find Venture Brother quotes too obscure. <laughs> and I, I love to- the Venture Brothers and I still like Rick and Morty. Okay. I don't know. I love the Venture Brothers. Me too. I wish it didn't take them eight years between seasons. Yeah, it was definitely a show I was appreciative to have after the fact. Yeah, I thought the last season wasn't as great as the earlier one. I mean, I think the early seasons were way stronger on that show too. Yeah, they were fantastic. Rick and Morty. Uh, Venture Brothers. Hmm. Yeah, I I really like I it kind of I it it lost me when um Brock Samson wasn't their caretaker anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. Um for sure. I love that show. It, was, it just it made me laugh. Like there were nights where I would just laugh out loud. That's how funny I thought it was. I'm the back. Do either one do I either one of you fellas have CBS All Access? No. Uh, maybe. Why well, it's on it? They just put all of Reno nine one all of Reno nine one one on there. Uh, I never watched that either. Even the shit. That's oh, on buddy. Not the season that's on Quibi right now. Not the newest one. But I think like CBS did like a Viacom merger thing because now they have like a bunch of Nickelodeon shows a bunch of Comedy Central shows and like all the MTV reality shows ever oh on CBS I can watch Room Raiders yeah or you could watch like you know Road Rules fucking uh, World yeah Challenge can I watch Next I used to love watching Next, I think it's on there, man. I think everything's there. <laughs> the the Nickelodeon right. and the uh, and the Comedy Central shit seems a bit more selective. They load it up on fucking MTV shit. Wow. Okay. Is there Beavis and Butthead on there or no? Yes. Really? That that in itself is. But I know the new ones it. are going to be on HBO Max. Oh, That's no. cool. I I've seen a lot of the articles, and by that I mean I haven't read a lot of, but I've seen a lot of headlines about. Apparently, are they going to be dads or is people are people 
Reap misconstruing this information. Oh wait, who's gonna be dads? What do you what? The the big like clickbait articles that I've seen online are like Beavis and Butthead are back, and this time they're dads. Oh, oh shit! No, I I haven't heard anything about that, but. I mean, that'd be a kind of interesting thing to do, I guess, if it was, like, going to be about their kids more. Man, I'd, t- I'd take it with a grain of salt because I, I think I did read something or the after the initial announcement that it was coming back, and it was like, you know, it's a parent's worst nightmare or whatever, and, you know, in reference to Beavis and Butthead being around and being uh, 15 year old kids or whatever. But yeah. I think a lot of people took that sentence and was like, Oh shit, they're going to be dads. Huh? It'd be an interesting storyline. What would they do with their kids though? Would their I don't kids know. be as big, a, as big a losers as them? I love Beavis and Butthead. Like, I watched it in high school. I mean, I guess it'd be, it'd be kind of interesting if it was about them trying to, like, see new pop culture shit through their kids. I was younger than that. Yeah. Yeah. That could be fun. They could be totally normal kids. And they have, like, two stupidest dads. <laughs> or, yeah, the, the kids are showing Beavis and Butthead TikTok videos or whatever the new shit is that we're all too old to even actually pull a reference for out of our ass. Right, right. <laughs> what are you watching, Jake? Uh, I finished Doom Patrol. Uh-oh. I finished Umbrella Academy Season 2. Ooh. Um, and I've been plowing through some Reno 911 like they might take it away again. <laughs> Why do you think that? Did either one of you guys finish Doom Patrol? I'm close. Yeah, I'm on the episode with... um, Oh, shit. I just finished the Beekeeper episode. Okay, so you're you're more than halfway through. You're getting pretty close. Yeah, I got like maybe two, three, if that. Yeah, I think you got two. It's only nine. Right, I think I got two. Nine episodes? Wasn't the last season like 13? I don't know. I think it was. Or it might have been it might have been ten. Yeah, it might have been at least ten. It it's weird. It's so weird that show. I I do have to say no spoilers or anything, but I think the finale is one of the weaker finales (sighs) on a show that good that I've seen. That's That's pretty here. Like, it's, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's just, like, the point they chose to leave off is really awkward and not, like, it just doesn't jive with anything we've been taught about storytelling. Yeah, but neither does that show. It does a lot of weird things. Yeah. You, I mean, I think I, I'm expecting a text from you when you finish it where you're like, yeah, what the fuck kind of point was that to leave off? Because it's, it's not even that it's, like, a cliffhanger. It's that it's in, like, a really weird spot in the story where they decide to cut the story off. Hmm. 
Like I'm, I'm very curious as to how they're going to pick up the next season. Cause it seems like it would have to be like the very next second. And not because again, not because it's cliffhanger, just because it left in the middle of something that was like, what the fuck is happening? This is unresolved. Right. All right. Season one was 15 episodes, by the by. Wow. They were Damn. good. It was a good season. So do you think this is like season two, part one? No. I would, maybe. It doesn't specifically say that it's season two. It doesn't, it doesn't say like, oh, this is going to be another, uh, another, uh, you know, chunk of it later. Huh. I wonder, I wonder, I would almost believe that they got caught up with editing and shit during COVID and decided to make what was the finale, the finale. Huh. Because right. it does kind of seem like it's a it's a sloppy choice that way. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything online about a continuation. Have you been? Have either one of you guys watched Tacoma FD? No, that's that fire the broken lizard show. show. Yeah. No, it looks funny. Tacoma FD, like fire department? It, it's so good. Yeah. And the joke is they're in Tacoma where it's raining all the time. Right. All right. That's fair. <laughs> but like Eugene Cordero's on it. And uh, the Steve uh, Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan from Broken Lizard. And it's on Hulu? It's uh ooh, I think it's on the True TV app. Uh, oh yeah, it's it, on True TV. It, yeah, it might be on Netflix now because they started picking up all those True TV shows. But yeah, it's on True TV. They just got renewed for a third season the other night. Um, but I think it's hilarious. It's like it's it's quickly become maybe my favorite Broken Lizard property which is like saying a lot because it's the one that came out when I was 30 and I'm probably the most over their shit I've been in my life. But it's just, it's really good. Apparently uh, Kevin's real life brother is like a fire chief. And so like, it's like close to his heart that he portrays it correctly. And it's, it's really cool. Um, Like Q from impractical joker says it's the most realistic firefighter TV show he's ever seen. Let's see who's cast. Okay, okay. I was looking at this guy. I didn't know who this guy was. Gabriel Hogan. Yeah, he's this dude from Canada that's just like a stud, but he plays like a dipshit, and he's so funny. And they've they've talked about it a couple times in interviews that they feel like he's the big find. Like, they got this dude out of Canada who ended up just being fucking hilarious. (laughs) Right. God, that's a dipshit. That guy's stealing my bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, have you been watching uh, Stargirl at all? I haven't yet. I Is it over now? Uh, I'm a couple episodes behind. Okay. But it looks like it's going to... Uh, peak here pretty soon because just shit's coming to a head. 
So I, I haven't looked to see how many episodes were left. It's it's been picking up steam. Like it's only it's not going to be, or is it only going to be on CW next season? I don't know, unfortunately. Um, and and I, I do enjoy it. I don't know how popular it is, what kind of ratings it's getting, but it's it's a pretty good show. Yeah, I'm still. Say that again. Guilty of seeing the first episode, thinking, watching the first episode and thinking it was fantastic, and then never watching any more of it. Right. Okay. And that's that's fair. I mean, I I did that with uh, Lock and Key. Yeah. I have no and, excuse. I liked it. I ended up really liking it. Yeah. Have either one of you watched season two of Umbrella? I started it finally, and another really weird show, and I, I just fucking love it. I don't know. Five is funny. Dude, I just found out the other day, that kid's 15 years old in the second season. Really? How yeah, he, he just turned 16. How old was he in the uh, first 14. season? Wow. Dude, that kid is a powerhouse. He's apparently kind of a dickhead in real life. I bet he but, is. But he's, dude, that kid, I can't believe how good of an actor he was at 14 years old playing a 58-year-old man and carrying the fucking show. I would concur. He makes Ellen Page look like a cardboard cutout. Well, she wasn't <laughs> the strongest part of that show, uh, um, acting-wise. Obviously, character-wise, she is. But yeah, but, but yeah, I really she enjoyed, definitely didn't bring it all there. I really enjoyed Diego. Uh, That's the knife guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's got a certain charm about him. I I like it. Yeah, and I like. I you said how far into the second season did you get? Like one episode, or yeah, just the one episode. Did they already introduce Diego again? Yeah, he sees him in the in the home in the in whatever. I, I've seen the breakout. Okay. Uh, okay. And then you see Ellen Page is with that woman who it seems that her husband was cheating on her, but he's actually like out at the club trying to do actual business, which I found to be very humorous because yeah. I thought he was cheating on her. Yeah, and it was like kind of a good like I thought that was good humanizing writing where like she's not happy in the relationship and he's doing shit, but she's projecting like him being really bad. Yeah. Just because he's out doing like seemingly odd things, but he's definitely actually doing what he's saying. Right. 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 And then the progression of that is just like, Oh, this like, you don't you don't like that guy. You're not rooting for him at any moment. But no. you feel bad for him throughout the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. At least in that one episode, because you also know he's about to like maybe get killed because he doesn't shut up. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, I I don't know if that happens, but it seems like he's making himself out to be a liability 
in the club. Right. Yeah, he's he's running his mouth, getting a little liquored up. Yeah, and Luther's like, all right, it's, I got to go over there. Yeah, and handle this shit. The yeah. Jack Ruby thing's really great. Yes. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the whole thing. I mean, they're just fucking nailing it, man. I, I think it's one of the few times I can say unequivocally that I think the sophomore effort was way better. And not because the first one was weak. But it's just so fucking good, man. The second season is so good top to bottom. Other than Ellen Page's kind of weak acting. <laughs> I, yes, yes. Dude, I want to I love it. I want to love everything about her. I think she's a groovy chick. I like almost everything I've seen her in. Uh, it's just like, wow. Man. Say that again, Mitch. I said she's Shadow Cat, man. Yeah. Kim Pride. Yeah, she just I I didn't like her character in the first season. No, and I th- and I do believe she's a good enough actress that it's like a choice she made. But it's well, a bad choice to play it as flat as she does. I might agree with that. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I I've, I've seen her dynamic in too many things to think she just lost all of her her skill. I just think she thought she'd played as like, I'm kind of spacey. I'm not all there. I'm kind of vacant. And then playing it, it's like, it seems like you're, you're vacant, not the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would agree with that assessment. I just, I don't know. She just, it's, it's kind of annoying. And I really like and- it this season. The first season is incredible, but the second season, wow, blow me down. Yeah, I'm excited. Good, good. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. That's where I'm going next, Umbrella Academy or Doom Patrol, after I finish uh, Jessica Jones Season 3. It's the last of the Netflix Marvel properties for me. Hell to the yeah. It sounds like they're all coming back. What? The rumor is they're all coming back on contract. Even Iron Fist and Luke Cage? Um, Everybody it looks like but Kristen Ritter. Oh, man, she's perfect as Jessica Jones. She is, and this is kind of how it got leaked. Is she said publicly that she's not coming back because it was just too hard on her body. And that she's she like she was like this sounds like a cop out, but I'm naturally too thin. And to do the amount of working out and like eating I had to do to stay in the shape to do Jessica Jones, like took a toll on my life, and I don't really want to do it again. Oh, well, that and it was it was on CBR for like a day, and then everybody started speculating about what that meant about everybody else's contract, and then it went away. But it looks, it sounds like they've got Mike Coulter back. It sounds like they got Daredevil. I, I haven't heard anything about Iron Fist. Danny Rand? Finn Jones? Yeah, I haven't heard anything about Finn Jones. I haven't seen like any rumors or heard anybody in the comic book store talking about that. Mm. Wow. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know anything about that. 
Well, yeah, all their contracts are up this fall with November, Netflix. November, right? Yeah, I, right. Think, I think it starts – yeah, I, I think, well, that's when they got, like, canceled, canceled, but I think a bunch of them were already done with production. Hmm. So I think a bunch of them hadn't been re-signed yet when that happened. So I think a handful of them are already, like, going into – freebie at like the end of august cool i'd be i'd be really down with the heroes for hire show yeah the best of uh luke cage is the one where him and danny bust up that uh drug lab yeah that'd be dope it'd be kind of cool if they if like disney channel released i don't know maybe like just a five-part arc of a story they do you know or four part and release it over a month like defenders yeah yeah but not as not as long did that uh well yeah not as or not as bad it wasn't bad it wasn't terrible but it's it was good for what it was. I enjoyed it for sure. I liked it. It's definitely a good culmination of all the first seasons of everything, plus season two of Daredevil. Uh, Jake, did that thing say what's, what is to become of John Bernthal as the Punisher? Because he's fucking fantastic. I am a com- I'm a convert from a hard John, uh, Thomas Jane Punisher fan. I've seen the light of Johnny Burns. He's he's the real deal. He's really good. Yep. They'd have to uh, keep him. It'd be stupid not to. Uh-oh. We lost Jake. Uh, lost Jake. Well, I think you upset Jake with that statement. Nope. I think uh, I think Marvel, Disney's silencing him. Sorry, I got disconnected. Oh, my God. It was Disney that did it. Did what? They silenced you because I asked you about John Bernthal. Oh, and then I just disconnected me. And then you disappeared. <laughs> these these tricksy fucking hobbits trying to <laughs> shut me down. Uh, yeah, I was saying that uh, I'm a com- I'm a convert from a hardline Thomas Jane truther on uh, he is the one true Punisher. Now I I'm more in the John Bernthal camp. Really. I I just finished Punisher season two and I'm I'm full on I'm on the Johnny Byrne for the all train. Wow. Yeah. I mean to be fair I watched like four episodes of the first season and bailed because it was way too fucking sad and uber violent for me. That's what makes it awesome. You didn't see him poke out that guy's eyes? Um, I don't think I saw him poke out a guy's eyes. Well, he doesn't really poke as much as he gouges them, but it's fucking phenomenal. It is. It's pretty intense. Uh, Yeah, but the whole, like, dead family. You, uh... And they pushed it really hard in the first seven, mind you, that everybody loved was dead. Yeah. 
Second yeah. season, though, was well worth it. It really was. I mean, I'll try again. Yeah. It's uh, they, they have a much better, well, I don't know. Billy was fine, and he's in the second season. Um, and what's her name? What's the agent's name again? Dina Madani. Yeah, Madani. She's, I don't know. I'm on the fence with her sometimes. But that, that second season was fucking brutal. You can't watch more than two episodes most at a time. Unless you're a sociopath or something. Yeah. No, I I understand, man. I, I definitely do. Um, but it was really good. It really was. Yeah, other than that, I'm trying to think what else. What have I been watching? I haven't really been watching anything except movies. I'm watching uh, good horror movies. Did I tell you all about Summer of 84? I feel like yes. It had but, a, it might have, but it might have been in the chat. It had a Stranger Things feel. Um, and the story, the premise is essentially that every serial killer has an is a neighbor. Oh. Yeah. And like they all same neighbor. So this, this kid, it takes place in small town in Oregon. I think it's got a little part Goonies to it, to be honest. And this kid feels that his neighbor, who's a cop is a serial, is a serial killer. That's, that's plaguing their area. And it's not, it's not scary. It's, 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 mm, I was going to say it's Fright Night scary, but that's not true at all. That's actually scary. Uh, it's not that scary, but it's... Is it more suspenseful? Yeah, it's like Stranger Things. Yeah, where it's more like you're scared of what's going to happen next. You're, like it, It's not a scary thing that's going to happen next. It's a little bit of super bad in Stranger Things, I feel, at times. Okay. With a touch of Goonies. You should, you should watch it. That sounds like something I'd definitely be into. Yeah, I, we enjoyed it. We enjoyed it very much. And we've been watching a lot of weird foreign horror movies. Uh, so that that was in the list, but not foreign, obviously. Or maybe not, obviously. So I'm not watching shows, is my point. I'm watching them slowly, which is why I'm enjoying Stargirl. I'm enjoying Doom Patrol. I'm enjoying Umbrella Academy. Uh, I'm Do you also, have HBO Max? Yes. Have you watched An American Pickle? No. Seth Rogen's new movie about a man who pickles himself for a hundred years and then wakes up and starts a blood feud with his great grandson. (laughs) That sounds awesome. It's fucking amazing. And it's Seth Rogen playing both parts and it's way fucking funnier than I thought it was going to be. I don't have it on my TV because Roku doesn't have a deal with HBO. Gotcha. So, I have to watch it on my iPad. Yeah, a full movie on there is kind of a commitment. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I get it. But I do recommend at some point you chase down that movie because it is worth seeing. It's very, very funny. What's it's it Seth Rogen, again? an American pickle. American pickle. And he's playing like a Jewish immigrant in the fucking. 1900 early 1900s who pickles himself it's it's so fucking funny and his great-grandson's a web developer 
who's yeah. like failing in life and he's ashamed of his grandson off pitch. <laughs> like the idea behind it was it's like you know how like you see a picture of your Your audio is really bad. Are you hearing that, Mitch? Well, yeah. and you look at a picture of him in his twenties or thirties and you're like this man. All right, do we lose? Oh anything? shit! I think my phone's dying. All right, well, can you, it's good to talk. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're going in and out pretty bad. I think my phone's dying. Well, then we will bid you adieu if you need to go. Fuck! All right, love you guys. Love you, man. Good to talk with you. All right, bye. Uh, no. Well, I think I'm gonna. Cut it too, Mitch Jones. How long have we been recording? That was a good little mini sode. You know, yeah, I hit I hit record at some point. Uh, I think it's almost been an hour. In fact, it's been about forty five minutes. Nice. I really I meant to talk to Jake about uh, that rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I really like to tease him about that and <laughs> anger up his blood, but. He'll just have to uh, be surprised when he listens to the episode. <laughs> if he does listen to the episode. Well, tell him to do so. Um, I know I haven't shared anything on the uh, Facebook page in a long time. Yeah. So we've been steady dropping episodes without any promotion. Um, We're still recording. But we are still recording. Oh, okay. um, I just didn't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was I'm dropping all the knowledge for our, we're about to hit our 20,000th download, which is a pretty cool milestone. Uh, also yeah. about to hit the 200th episode. Yeah, we're 196 today. This is, is 196. Yeah. We didn't start with the traditional. Um, no, I don't want to stop it. I felt like we were having a good conversation, so I hit record. And you know what? If that's yeah. how things are done in these COVID days, then. That's how these things are done. Yeah, it's a mini series. Yeah. Um, We're changing it up. But you know what? Because uh, I, I did upload 195 and uh, oh. this needs to be put on Podbean. I'll put it But I think what on. I'll do, I think what I'll do is I'm just going to share 195 and be like, this is a five episode mega thread. And then each comment is going to be like 94, 93, 92, 91 to whatever the last one we shared. So we'll get those retroactive listeners one way or another. Heck yeah. That's where the time travelers come in. All yeah. right. Well, I've been gonna... very much off social media. Well, hopefully this is to our listeners. Your quarantine uh, goes well, maybe better than some. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We're all going through times. So watch what you watch and enjoy what you do. And with Keep that. Watching the skies. Oh, wait, that's Werewolf Radar. That's X- actually the X-Files. Excelsior. Excelsior.